This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, as we head into the holiday shopping season, you can expect that many of us will be doing our shopping through online means, whether that be on our smartphones or on our computer. And some of that will also include the use of voice assist devices like Amazon Alexa or Google Home. So how does the use of those devices impact something like brand loyalty, which all companies are very focused on these days? That the subject of research by one of our next guests, Pinar Yildirim, who is a marketing professor here at the Wharton School. Pinar, great to have you back with us today. Thanks for having me, Ben. Thank you. And so this seems to be pretty important research at the moment, not only because people use these devices already, but the expectation is that many more of them will be using them in the years ahead and becoming more comfortable with them. Yes, this was at least the expectation if you were to look at the statistics from a couple of years ago. So um, about 50% of the U.S. households have some version of, of these home-assisted devices, may it be Amazon's Alexa or Google Home or, or some of the Apple-assisted devices. And if, just, if you were to just focus on, for instance, Amazon, uh, by 2020 numbers, about 25% of the U.S. households had at least one Alexa device, more so among the, the prime customers. But somehow, uh, these investments didn't exactly pan out the way that these companies were, were thinking about them. When you look at the way that the consumers are using these devices, the primary functions seem to be a little more limited to asking things like the, the weather forecast or connecting to some, the, some of the home devices, such as the, the lights, turning on and off the lights, uh, setting timers. Somehow this connection to shopping, which is, of course, what companies like Amazon should be after, hasn't exactly played well. And this is a very interesting and, and important area given the prevalence of these technologies. So um, we wanted to understand what's going on uh, in this particular field. Right, so take us through the research and what you found out. Yeah, so um, we asked this question. First, can we understand why and in which particular ways consumers are using these devices? And if there's some hesitancy to use these devices for shopping, what might be the reason for that? And, of course, there is going to be a, a host of different reasons why sometimes consumers may hesitate to use these devices, including things like privacy, fear of price discrimination, but our focus was more, more so on, on the, the functions or the benefits that these technological devices can provide to consumers, including uh, things such as making it more convenient for the consumers to order products, right? You could just go to your Alexa and say, well, Alexa, order the, the last um, detergent that I, I purchased. You know, put another order for me, and you can do that through voice, which should be quite convenient as well as a second functionality which consumers should appreciate, and that is shopping assistance. Right? Sometimes you need um, help deciding what particular product to buy and learn more about the, func the functions, the characteristics, and features of different products. So or in our research, we decided to focus on these two functionalities, and we wanted to understand if there are differences across um, consumers with respect to how brand loyal consumers are in how much they appreciate these functionalities that can be ordered by or offered by the, the voice assisted technology. 
And that's exactly what we found. We ran... (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, Dan. No, go ahead, Pinar. I'm sorry. My apologies. Finish up. Uh, So we ran a a number of experiments, and we looked at... If you look at consumers across their brand loyalty levels, thinking about how, um, how likely they are to have identified a product and a brand that they continue to buy, perhaps... Uh, regularly, and they've already accomplished and, and, and created some kind of a, a purchasing routine for these products. How likely are these consumers to appreciate the ordering convenience functionalities as well as the shopping assistance? And perhaps in the hindsight, it's not too surprising that we found that consumers across the board, regardless of their brand loyalty to particular products or their shopping habits for particular products, they appreciate ordering convenience. Right. If you make it easy for them to buy a particular product, order, get an easy delivery, all consumers appreciate it. But there are differences across consumers in terms of how brand loyal they are, in terms of how much they appreciate the shopping assistance or decision-making assistance of functionalities of technological devices, voice-assisted devices, again, with respect to brand loyalty. In particular, consumers who have already established some uh, products that they are loyal to, that they have some some brands that they keep purchasing perhaps on a regular basis, they've already figured things out. They already know how to go and how to buy it. They they may have their own routines. They may even have their own favorite shops and so on. But for these consumers, the the assistance, the shopping assistance, decision aid that technological devices, voice-assisted devices provide it doesn't offer anything. In fact, for some consumers, it's even a chore to have to order or have to deal or have to interact with these devices. And that was the major difference that, um, that we could see uh, between different functionalities based on how brand loyal consumers are. So it becomes important in this process, I think, as well, uh, kind of how the retailers work potentially with the companies that have these devices because there obviously are nuanced differences between the devices so that they all can maximize as much of the benefit from having shoppers use these uh, uh, use these devices uh, as possible moving forward. Absolutely. So one of the things that we learned from this research is that it shouldn't be warranted that um, that a consumer is going to directly adopt and enjoy all functionalities that are offered by these devices. Even though in theory it seems great to offer shopping decision decision aid, uh, the ability to, to learn more about products before you purchase them, it's not necessarily appreciated by all consumers across the board. In fact, for some consumers it's a chore. So the, the functionalities and their benefits are not going to be uniformly appreciated by all consumers. And once you realize that, you also learn that depending on the functionality, which consumers or which retailers might adopt these technological devices should look different. So we took our research or findings or empirical findings a few steps ahead to understand how in a competitive setting uh, the adoption of these technological devices might look different across retailers. And, of course, for something like ordering convenience, when it helps everyone or, or is appreciated across all the consumers, you might find yeah. competing retailers wanting to adopt this technology across the board. 
But that doesn't necessarily yeah. help these retailers because if everybody is offering the same benefit, if everybody is essentially offering the same technology, it doesn't create an additional differentiation across these retailers. In fact, it just simply intensifies the, the competition. So one of the things we've found is that even though more retailers might be adopting ordering convenience technologies and, and devices that offer these benefits, might not necessarily help them differentiate themselves, and, sure. and it's not going to, to make them better off in the long term. Hey, Pinar, about 30 seconds left. Where do you want to take this research next? Uh, we would love to understand how consumers uh, interact with these devices further because we have still a lot to learn about the, the human-machine interaction. <laughs> Pinar, great to talk with you. Thanks very much. Pinar Yildirim, who's marketing professor here at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.